I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Glamour's Hey, It's OK podcast. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joe Elvin. I'm the editor-in-chief of Glamour. And today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about babies. Do you really have to care about holding your friend's baby? What's it like to have fake friends? Are they any better or worse than real friends? Is it really okay to have a fake friend? And do we really care about what we look like in the beach and whether or not that's okay? So strap in and get excited. It's Glamour Hey, It's Okay. Today on the podcast, we are very excited to be joined by a special guest, a strictly alumni, super talented, Ms. Louise Redknapp. <laughs> morning. Hey, morning. Morning. Well, I don't know when you're listening to this. It's morning for us. Quite, uh, yeah. quite early. Mm-hmm. And then today, Louise, we're joined by Glamour's managing editor, Miss Lucy Jones. Hello, hello. Who's kind of, she's kind of my boss. I know everyone thinks I'm the boss, but ah. Lucy tells me what to do on a daily basis. Can't tell everybody that though, Joe. Oh, it's true though. <laughs> I quite like being told what to do. Yeah, some days it makes uh, life easier, right? Yes. Kind of nice. That's why I like Milan and Paris Fashion Week. I just get in the car. Yeah. My only job is to get dressed. Yeah. And then sit in the car and then say, Joe, we're going here, here, here. And I go, okay. But that, hang on, getting dressed for Fashion Week in Milan or Paris is a pretty intense thing to do. That would stress me out a lot. <laughs> it, yeah, it can be stressful. Very. Yeah, but that's why I'm going to admit, some, I have admitted this before, but it's really embarrassing. But I, I take pictures of my stuff and then just show it to one of the fashion editors and go, and see what they say. Is everyone going to laugh at me if I wear this? But you know what I always do? I think I'm looking great today and I'm, I'm loving it and I walk out and I think I'm going to fashion week and then I get there and I see everybody else's outfit and I hate the one I've got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is that just a woman thing? <laughs> I do that. But then I console. Well, you're different. You're a celebrity. I console myself with the fact that no one is looking at me anyway. Well, so, I don't yeah. know, Joe. Mm. No, no, no. No, don't ruin it for me. Don't, don't, don't spook me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's only, if, if somebody wears something really outrageous, then everybody else talks about it for the rest of the day. Yeah. And that's the honest to bitchy truth about what goes on. So as long as you're not wearing the thing. The, the, the silly thing. Yeah. 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 The silly thing. I don't think, sometimes, I probably have done. But yeah. I, I don't. Oh, God. There's I'm something sure to be I said have. for blending in, though. I love it when my friends turn up in a similar color and we go, oh, look, we're a girl band. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 
And then sometimes, it, but yeah. sometimes at the shows, because now there's all the street photographers, and yeah. so I'm always like have a really mixed feeling like you you walk into a show and there's a barrage of photographers looking at you yeah and you can see in their eyes they're just going no no and then all their cameras drop and you think oh god my outfit's awful I really hate my outfit but then sometimes they do photograph you and then I think hang on a minute they're only photographing the weird looking people. so <laughs> you can't do I, I know so either way I'm not happy with the photographer yeah. situation and also I don't there's very few people in the world that look good in a picture walking yeah. I am not one of them. Or stepping out, as the male yeah. would say. I'm, I'm not one of them. I always look slightly heavier than what I think I look in oh my, my own God. head, which is really concerning. Yeah. And always, always slightly awkward with the direction my feet are going in. So I've not got the walk-in for the street style photographers down yet. Is this why you dance so much? <laughs> <laughs> Dancing's easy. Yeah. You should just sort of like do the Lindy Hop down yeah. there. Yeah. Much down to your London Fashion Week <laughs> little seat there. Yeah. In the aisles at Tesco, just doing a little chasse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, little New Yorker down the frozen aisle. You'd definitely get on the sidebar of shame with that. Oh, God, great. Situation. Yeah, yeah I don't need that right now. <laughs> <laughs> so how's it going? Tell us about Louise. Where are you in the world? What's floating your boat? What's happening? Um, do you know? Yeah, so all good. Um, I think Strictly for me, which was now finished a few months ago, um, opened up such a different kind of mindset on my career, which is lovely. And everybody does the show for different reasons. Because I remember I, last time I saw you, I think, was the day before you started yes. rehearsals. Mm-hmm. And you were... Not to put too fine a point on it, shitting yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I was, tell me about the journey. I, I mean, I w- going into it, I, I thought a, I'd never do it. B, I couldn't believe I'd said yes to doing it. And then I think the day before when we were speaking, it was, it was there, it was happening, and it was very scary. Yeah. Just the thought of going and being so out of control of what you're going to be doing every week and how many people are going to be watching. Um, and I think what it just did for me, it just took me back almost twenty years of being at school and loving performing loving yeah. singing and dancing and, and this industry can sweep you up and you go in whatever direction it takes you because it's all about opportunities when yeah. you're you know in the in the public eye or you're in anything to do with show business a lot of the time you get swept up and you take any opportunity that comes your way because you're not sure if there's going to be another opportunity. Um, but for me, it was going back to what I actually went to sca- stage school to do. And I remember, I thought it was really lovely and, and quite touching, really, that you sort of said to me, I've just devoted my life to so many other people now for quite a long time. Yeah. And this is the first time I've been allowed to do something that's yeah. for me in quite a while. Yeah. And, do you know, being a mum and also being very um, aware of what people think and worried what your peers think and people you've worked with. Um, I think I went into it very tentatively. Um, and, and actually, it was a great thing for me. I was very selfish for five months because it takes every day. Um, but I came out of it remembering that I love singing and I love dancing and I love performing. And it's been a long time since I recognised that. I think I just fitted in with any opportunity. And when Jamie was a Strictly Widow, were you sort of like, was there part of you thinking, yeah, now you know. Now you yeah. know what it's like. Now you, you know. Now you yeah. know. Well, it's when he says to me, I've been holding the fort. I'm kind of like, yeah, sort of, but with a lot of help. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've always got everybody in place to lend a helping hand. But he was great. And I think it was really good for him to see how hard it is to to be at home kind yeah. of doing making everything tick I guarantee I you know I'm, I'm a mum it's definitely harder 
yeah. to stay at home. And I, I think some people feel patronised when you say that, but genuinely, yeah, I just think, I don't know. I love my daughter more than anything. Yeah. But it's so hard. And it's actually to, really hard as a woman to admit that. Yeah. Because... I'll admit it, Louise. I don't care. <laughs> I'm really pleased. Yeah. yeah. And, and I feel the same. And my boys and my world, but to be at home every day and just being their mum, as much as I love them, it isn't enough for me. There's I, only I love doing so what I love doing. much homes under the hammer yeah. that one can stand. For me, it's about 11 minutes on a good day. That's yeah. too much. Yeah. 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 It's so a self-sacrifice it's... every day, isn't it? It's, you know, yeah. putting someone else first, everything you do. So yes, I can't absolutely. imagine being in that place. And, and you do it. And I think when you have really young children, you're... Um, you, you become sort of part of this baby bubble. And especially for me, and I'd wanted my first son. It took me four years to have him. So I got completely swept up in, you know, feeling like I wanted to go to the farm and I wanted to yeah. do all these amazing things. Um, but my boys are older now. Mm. And actually, as much as they love their mum, they don't really want to hang out with me. It's no, they want to FaceTime 13. their mates. Yeah, yeah they, they do their own things. So, yeah, I... Um, I definitely felt the need to spread my wings. And so wing spreading, what's next? What's happening? Wing spreading. Um, I'd love to go into musicals, West End tour, um, just anything that really gives me the opportunity to go back to basics and use some of that dancing I've learned and go back to singing. What's your dream musical? Do you have one that you would oh, say? Oh, yeah, I have a few actually. Mm. Um, I think... The two that I'd love to do, obviously Chicago is a, a oh, great, sexy, gorgeous <gasps> Roxy. musical. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, yeah. And I, I love cabaret. I think Sally yeah. Bowles yeah. is quite an iconic female yeah. role to play. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, it's wicked. I love it. I don't oh, ever think I could hit that high note every week. So <laughs> that, that would be say. tough. Um, yeah. So I, I think for me, any any opportunities like that now are what I'm getting well, my teeth into. Well, that's so exciting. I remember when I used to think musicals were the naffest thing ever and I don't know what happened. I swallowed a chip or something and now <laughs> I can't get enough. This is a confession. I don't know you know about me, Joe. I studied musical theatre. Did you? Yes. I thought you were going to tell me you were Roxy in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no, but we, we did all the dancing and do you know what? It just makes you feel good when yeah. you do that kind of dancing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it does. I think it... I think, like, going back to the, the sort of Strictly thing as well, it's for a few hours, you don't think about anything else because all you can think about is what your feet are doing next yeah. mm. and where your arms are going. And it's, even though it's stressful, it's an amazing way to shut off from mm. any normality or reality. Well, I can't wait to see you treading those boards again. <laughs> yeah. That's exciting. Now, what we're going to do now is we're going to dive deep into the sort of issues that we talk about in Glamour Features meetings. And okay. we need, Louise, we need your wisdom. Okay. We think you're cleverer than us. And well. you've lived a life. <laughs> give, you, give it a go, Joe. <laughs> okay, Louise. Now, you don't have to agree with me on this at all. Because this is a, it's a heated debate, which we love. Um, and But, you know, we solve all the world's problems in this very <laughs> glamour <course>. pod cupboard. <laughs> Magic pod cupboard of authority. Yes. So, is it okay, Louise Redknapp, Lucy Jones, to have no interest whatsoever in holding that baby, that friend's puppy, that cat, whatever, choose whatever you like, actually? Um, okay, so... Don't hate me. Oh, my Everyone, God. Everyone, don't hate me. Something da, 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 da. big's about to be <laughs> don't said. Don't hate me. Yeah, I'm not a lover when someone hands me a baby. I don't quite know. I kind of feel that I'm being a bit fake going, oh, yeah. There they're gorgeous. They're lovely. There and really, is. I'm just thinking, 
you can have it back now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know, like you do the kind of rocking back and forth and you're thinking, I really, I'm, I would be more inclined to want to hold a dog. <laughs> I think for me, it's, I, I love babies. I love puppies. Cats, mm, yeah, I think maybe up, up, up and down. But I, what I, and I, I do, I'm actually, I'm a real wet person. I'm like, yes, you know, if you, someone I've never met before in my life walks in now with their baby and wants me to hold it. I'm there, totally. <laughs> Go and have a walk around m and I will do. Oh, I, no. I think because I only had one and I missed the baby. But what I do resent is the assumed interest that, that people assume that you're completely fascinated with their baby yes. or their puppy. That is, oh, God, that annoys me. And I've definitely been that mum who thinks that their baby is the most beautiful baby in the world, absolutely. And it's only when your kids grow up and other people around you start thinking their babies mm. are the best babies in the world that... You think, yeah, no, but mine it, definitely wasn't like yours is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's the same people who I have a friend um, who has a friend who she'll put a picture up of her child. And then my friend will get a call like 20 minutes later saying, so why haven't you liked that picture? God. It's it's that mentality. Oh. It's it's that, you know, there's literally nothing you could possibly be interested in any more than my child. Or and, my and also this is going really low. But when you're out at lunch with your friends and because you know your friend hasn't eaten a meal without holding a baby for yeah. the last six months, you feel you should offer. Yeah. And then they leave the baby with you for 45 minutes. Through, oh, yeah, no. Oh, through yeah. starters, main course and dessert. And you're just thinking. And that baby's screaming because it doesn't want you. It wants its mum. Are you buying lunch in my food? Yeah. You should yeah. definitely make them pay in that circumstance, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think. Well, I find it's worse with puppies. I Give me a baby. That's fine. I love babies. I'll hold any baby. But I think the most stigma I've received is for not liking dogs that much. People Ooh. think I'm evil. That is weird. Yeah, I worry Maybe. about people that don't like <laughs> dogs. Why? No, I think because I love dogs like more than most people. Yeah, you know what most people do, and, and so that's why I just I don't get it. I no. really don't. If Sorry. someone doesn't, if if someone doesn't like a dog or dogs, I actually kind of have, you know I'm kind of really shocked. This is the stigma I'm talking about. <laughs> really shocked. Are you feeling we're awful not, right we're now? We're not making Lucy feel any you better. Know, I'm trying. I think it's a much more marriable trait if I start liking dogs. So, I don't hate yeah. them. So have you met my dog? Do you, have you? Has yeah. That, oh, okay. So have you? Did you think? Oh Christ! It's the boss's dog. I've got to pretend if here. The dog comes in the office. I'm yeah. like, you know, hi. How are you doing? Yeah. Go over there now. See, I, I would cross Whatever. the road to see a certain dog. Me if too. If someone's got a bulldog or something that is a real character dog, I will cross the road, randomly say to the person, can I stroke your dog? Like, yeah. I do do See, I wouldn't like that. do that with a baby, though, just to be clear. It's not like I love babies, <laughs> so I'd be like, hi, baby, across the street. But, yeah, I just don't get it. Are you frightened of them or they just leave you indifferent? I did get bitten by one on a bike ah, when I was a kid. There but, you go. And then I had one and I quite liked him. I quite like them, but I just don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, no, I'm very passionate you know, about dogs. Yeah. Most, so many people are. It's like it's it is that kind of what you don't like. And dogs. I actually miss my dogs when I'm so more than your on children. Holiday. I'd say it's on a par. <laughs> no. But the thing is, I feel like my dog is one of my children. Yeah, so do so. I. My dog's a part of my family, and we all miss the dogs. I mean, I got to a stage where going on holiday for more than. 10 days was stressful because but, of the dogs. But I wouldn't, um, you know, if if someone didn't particularly want to hold my dog, I wouldn't be like, well, why don't you want to hold it? No. Why? But What's going on? they do with babies. Yeah. They get offended if you don't want to hold a baby. No, I don't. I, I never used to get offended by that because I think some people um, are really, particularly women who haven't had children and aren't, 
at that stage yet. Can they just, just be nerves. They, yeah, they don't feel maternal. They don't. Yeah. They don't feel like they're going to drop it. I, you know, I'd rather you just, just didn't risk dropping it than politely <laughs> took my child. Yeah. Holding it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if that's okay or not. I think I think it's two or three out of if you hated holding babies, dogs, and kittens, you're evil. Yeah, but you if you can person. deal with one, I think maybe that's okay. You heard yeah. that glamour podcast <laughs> listeners, so I hope that's not you because I don't think you're evil, but Lucy definitely does. <laughs> yeah, nor me. So don't hate on me. <laughs> <laughs> We are so loving reading your reviews, and I know I know it must just sound like we we just read the positive ones, but we've only had positive ones, haven't we? Be my witness, Cat and Lucy. Absolutely. But you know, you can tell us anything you like, but we obviously we love the compliments, and we love your email, Katie Louise K. I'm three months into my first grad job, which is a role I love. However, I have a one-hour commute each way to the office. Oh my God, I used to do that, Katie. I sympathise. Ten hours driving a week, listening to the same old radio shows, was getting pretty boring until I discovered, hey, it's okay. The first podcast I've ever listened to and not to be dramatic or anything, but it's changed my life. <laughs> we love that. Oh, Katie, that so deserves a present from me. If you email me at editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk, we will sort you out well and proper. Is it okay, Louise Redknapp, veteran of showbiz, <laughs> that you know that very deep and meaningful and genuine industry is it okay to have fake friends friends who you know I have friends who I know are probably only friends with me because of my job and I think as long as I know that yeah I I don't particularly care I think it's fine I think everybody no matter what job you're in actually has fake friends Mm. Um, I think in this particular business it's maybe more you know in a bigger abundance than if you just kind of work and you've worked with the same people maybe for 14 years Mm. or something. Um, And I agree with you. I think it's okay to have fake friends as long as you know, like knowledge is power. Yeah. If you know where you stand with that person, like I have friends in my life that have been my friends since I was 10, 11 years of age. They're still my friends. And now again, not very often as you get older, you meet a friend that you think, okay, this is a genuine, real friendship. But yeah. I think it happens few and far between mm. exactly. when you get past a certain age. Because you just age. get too busy to actually... Invest. Exactly. Invest time in friendships. And also, you um, you know, everybody likes to get something from someone in one way or another. And with old friends, there's none of that because you've been friends yeah. since you were kids mm. and it doesn't matter. But I think as you go on in life, you meet people and you feed off of each other. But sometimes I find it liberating um, to have those people who you know it's quite surface. You know that yeah. you're going out for a drink and to have a laugh. Sometimes there's something quite liberating that they don't know everything about you. Yeah. And, and it is kind of, no, these, on the Venn diagram, here are the people I've compartmentalized who I just go and have a giggle with. Yeah. And here are the people who know all my secrets and I can be my ugly, true, warts and all self with. Absolutely. And, and I, I don't know, I kind of like that I've got little universes that way. And yeah. I don't think you feel guilty with fake friends. I think you can go out and you can you know maybe like you say just have fun they're, they're your friends to laugh with and then you go home that's and if what, you don't speak for a week it's yeah. okay yeah but that's my question what are you getting out of these fake friends 
what what's enjoyable well, about to, knowing them? to give you an example of what made me think about this is um there's a, a friend i know i can't be too specific because this person <laughs> might know who i'm talking about but um it's you know and another friend said to me you know i'd watch her i just think she's only talking to you because you're the editor of glamour and she can get this this and this and i was and i was thinking i know that but she really makes me laugh i really okay. have a good time with her and I don't feel guilty then if I need something from her in wow. quite a calculated so, yeah. way. It's a two-way yes. street. Yeah, I think as yeah. long as fake friends is yeah. a two-way street, I think as long as they give you enough that they make you feel good yeah. and mm. you enjoy their company. And then I quite like it in the fact, like, my real old true friends that I love and cherish, you know, they're of a concern to me. If they're not happy, I'm worried about them. Yeah. I'm... I'm I ring them up daily to check in or they would do the same for me if mm. I'm not in a good place. You become, it's almost like a bit of a family unit where yeah. you go through the bad, the good and the ugly. But I think with fake friends, it is just purely surface. Yeah. So therefore, it's just about a few tequila shots on a night out, nice times, mm. goodbye, maybe see you in three weeks' time yeah. to do or this all I, I again. I was going to say three months. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And, yeah. and you expect nothing from anybody. And yeah. if you do expect anything, it is all surface. So it might be, can I get tickets to Glamour? That would be great. And then in return, oh, actually, you could do something for me. But yeah. it's, an even, exactly. it's an even friendship. And, you know, I've, I just think as long as you, you have a vague self-awareness that I know that there are people if I was frog marched out of the building at Glamour tomorrow I know there are people who would probably not want to speak to me particularly again I have a friend quite famous friend in showbiz who was quite shocked to find that they weren't on speed dial for certain people that they thought they were when their circumstances changed I think as long as you're aware Mm, of the the difference between a real friend and it depends on the type of person you are I'm a bit of a heart on my sleeve person and I think it's most probably my biggest fault in life because whatever I give I expect back and nine times out of ten get a little bit disappointed because it doesn't always come That's back. Why I think I'm too emotional. I, I chewed the friendship fat, so to speak, in my early 20s. I just can't handle those people that, you know, if I, if there's nothing really more there than just a few laughs, I can't really handle it. But, well, I and I respect that. But I also think, Louise, I, I love that perspective. Is like I just, I'm used to giving. And, and it, but I think if you can get to a point where you're giving what you know makes you be able to sleep at night as a good person, yeah. then yeah. you don't care as much about yeah. what you do or don't get back yeah. anyway it doesn't always necessarily have to be a transaction and that's definitely a lesson in life I'm learning every day that yeah. don't take everything to heart mm. you know if I want to wear my heart on my sleeve and give whatever I can to friends and that's fine but as long as you expect nothing back yeah and anything you do get back is a bonus that's kind of yeah I think yeah. I'm probably the same yeah yeah I'm working on it yeah <laughs> working on it How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, ladies, the perennial favourite one to discuss. Is it okay to actually really care what you look like on the beach? I really want to, but I think I would care more if I looked better. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. I, need, I need elaboration on that. <laughs> well, I think if I looked like a supermodel, I'd be like, hey, guys, this is me. I'm a supermodel. But I don't, so I sort of go with this. Oh, you know, it's fine. I'm, I'm cuddly and it's nice. Um, we don't really care. We're, we're about more than just looks, aren't we? And whoever I'm talking to, whoever I'm with. I think if I looked like a supermodel, I wouldn't, I'd care less. I'd be less yeah. self-conscious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, do you know what I do? I do that awful thing of not wanting to look like the person that's made an effort to go to the beach. Mm. But really, I've spent a huge amount of time <laughs> trying to look like I don't care what I look like. Oh, on come on. Beach. I've seen you on those travel ads. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a lot went into that. <laughs> a lot went into those travel ads. But I do. I sort of put my cut-off shorts and a cool T-shirt and nothing. Oh, I'm not going with the expensive caftan mm. and the expensive, you know, flip-flops I'm going but really the the denim shorts and the t-shirt has been very well thought out (laughs) the thing that's really annoying me is I thought that I I was looking forward to reaching what I sort of call the invisible mum age where you're just another mum on the beach and no one really cares no one's looking at you no one you're just some mum on the beach and I I am just some mum on the beach but I still feel quite self-conscious about being on the beach when does it when does it end I don't think it ever ends because I've actually had depending on where we go on holiday for two years when we went to Barbados I didn't go to the beach I sat on the wall no because I was so stressed about getting pictured on the beach and not looking good well I think that yeah I mean it's a different it's a whole other layer for somebody in your position because I, I, no one's going to pat me on the beach. No, well, I so. do a lot of standing still if I'm on the beach, breathing just in, in, 
just just stand in there. Oh, because because you can't walk. Can't walk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to be shot walking. Never a good look. And also, if I stand there and breathe in, it's always better than sitting down or getting up and down off of an uncomfortable God, sun what, lounger. What a way to live! Almost like <laughs> some, this omnipresent threat. <laughs> do you ever do there. the Kardashian? I'm halfway in the beach. I'm looking over my shoulder, no, and here's my butt. That never out. happens to me. I'm the one who the the wave would come over, <laughs> take me out entirely. That happens Maybe to me. Maybe drown, possibly. <laughs> My evil husband and daughter still talk about the time I went kayaking in Cornwall and they both were sort of like on the shore watching me and it got to the point where I had to get out. <laughs> and just as I was about to get out, they, they said it was hilarious because you, you, we could see it and you couldn't. This massive wave yep. came and knocked the kayak sideways. I sort of like went face first onto the gravel on the beach and, there and are, the whole beach laughed there are some people that can pull all of that off they pull beach off brilliantly yeah. it's the same as pulling the red carpet off it, for me it's the same slightly scary I'm not going to pull the beach off and the more, more clothes and makeup on the red carpet more though. clothes mm. yeah exactly yeah. well maybe not 20 years ago for me but, but I think you have wow. to underdo it on the beach I try my very hardest to say right this is my natural self this is me with a few freckles poking out in the sun this is me with wet hair and like I try to embrace the natural look on the beach I think those people yeah. that do it up I don't know how they maintain it I could never it. do I my hair and makeup on the beach no. I mean I just I'm it's too hot I've yeah. got a ponytail mm. and I have, yeah, lots of freckles that appear after an hour. Yeah. But, but have you really had the experience of seeing a paparazzi picture of yourself on the beach and thinking, oh, my God, that's it, I'm never going to the beach again? Absolutely. Really? And, and it was oh. about two years ago. And um, we were in St. Bart's. We were there with friends. And we went to a private little kind of um, beach. There was two other people on this beach. It was tiny, tiny, tiny. Um, I never walk around on the beach. I'm always very careful in, in what I do just in case because, yeah, I don't, I don't feel confident enough to just strut around the beach. I just can't bear the idea of constantly thinking there might be somebody yeah, well, looking at me now. I saw not a soul. So I'm sitting on the end, edge of the, you know, my legs in. I'm thinking if there is someone around, I'm sat down, I'm breathing in, I've got a swimming costume on, I'm not standing up and then I'll just kind of go like move myself like sort of shuffle back into the water and go and get back on the boat um oops and i not lying to you the biggest wave dragged me under <laughs> the swimming costume was down oh my it kept dragging me under so and i had this moment of shall i drown or stand up <laughs> I'm going to drown. <laughs> because, wow. And everyone was laughing. Every, like, all our friends were laughing, but genuinely, I could not stand up. The waves underneath kept taking me, taking me, taking me under. In the end, where Jamie had to come and literally, with one of his friends, grab me and pull me out. Top was down, awful. And of course, there was a photographer out somewhere and after that I thought I'm never going on the beach again that was just the, the worst not only did I nearly die it is for everyone to see and I think the headline was Louise Rednips oh, that's <laughs> got to be the sun well done to the subs on you know on spinning you know a bit of wit out of really quite traumatic situation I can laugh at it now but at the time it was mortifying oh, so you've missed 
I just think it's what does that do to your mental health if you're actually in a place where you're thinking, should I stand up or drown? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's look, awful. But it's should I care what I look like on the beach or should I die? That's the option. <laughs> that too. was my option. That particular. I'm glad you chose day. to yeah, stood up. to not die. And the nation saw one boob, but hey, I'm, I, look, I didn't see that picture, but I'm sure you can. Got we not nice Google boobs. it? Please don't Google yeah. it. Promise <laughs> me, because I'm really worried that now I've spoken I'm about gonna it, gonna everyone's going to be like, okay, Louise Rednips. No, I'm going to respect your. <laughs> privacy at this difficult time <laughs> thanks so louise i'm so glad you're still alive i'm so yep. glad that that meant you could come on glamour hey it's okay i look forward to seeing more of you up on the west end stage and also in the meantime do have a look at you can tell me all the social handles but your style blog um, yeah. a style album is so lovely and as you know i shop regularly from it yeah yeah a style album um yeah it's a fashion lifestyle blog um i think we sort of have a mutual love for certain designers yes. that we always talk about as in mira mccatty um yeah it's it's a i do it with one of my bestest friends it's a hobby that's turned into a job and yeah it just celebrates women and fashion and you can shop you yes can, all and different it, things and it's clothes that don't have holes in rude places or nope. you know that you you can sort of like dress up or wear to the school run and that's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah it's all accessible so it's real good kind of you know good hearty fashion so we're not playing the mumsy kind of card of, yeah you know let's all be really totally comfortable but at the same time it's things that we do really wear so it's kind of back to basics in fashion items that are really good to invest in um, and different ways of wearing them nighttime daytime still looking sort of super cool and really going with what all the real kind of style setters are doing but doing it in a way that works for real life it's good hearty fashion yeah like the lady said yeah good hearty fashion. thank you so much louise redknapp and thank you lucy jones and thank you for listening everybody hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.